This is episode 21 of the High Life Podcast. Welcome to the High Life Podcast. I'm Meredith Wadsworth, your host and certified wellness coach. Each episode covers all things health and wellness, providing weekly inspiration and information for ways to honor yourself every day. What's up, guys? Welcome back. I am in London town. I know it's so crazy. I'm actually here. I feel like it was not that long ago that I was recording my last podcast, but that's probably because the last time I was recording it was with a friend. Um, a guest interview episode that I have not yet aired and I will be airing soon. But I guess the last time I published a recorded podcast was in San Francisco, which did feel like a while ago. Where have I been in the meantime? Um, let's see. I went back to Boston and then I went down to the Outer Banks in Charles. No, I went down to the Outer Banks in North Carolina. I was at Charleston earlier in the month. Um, but I, yeah, it was in the Outer Banks, which is where my family has been spending the last few Memorial weekends. And it's one of me, one of, wow, I cannot talk today. <laughs> literally one of my favorite places in the United States. Um, my, uh, aunt and uncle live in the Outer Banks and they have a family friend who has this beautiful beach home that for whatever reason on Memorial weekend, they don't use. And so they've been kind enough to rent out their home to us, um, for our pleasure. And it is just amazing. It's right on the beach and it's like the softest sand. It's like, it's like that sand that's like the perfect in between between being soft and being like firm enough that you could like run on the beach. You know what I mean? So it's not like rough or like, um, also like too plush or like, uh, powdery. It's like that very nice in between. And so it's perfect for going on a beach run, um, doing some beach yoga, but also like lying in the sand and just being fully at ease. And the water is a little bit cold, but it's nice enough to cool you off when you need it and then get back in the sun. I'm more of a bather anyways, a sunbather rather. But I always am just in such like a magical place when, you know, mindset wise when I'm there and um, I'm so glad that I got to go and, and be there. And it also means spending time with family. So visiting my aunt and uncle and my cousins that are in the area um, and spending time with my parents and my brothers and usually grandparents come too. So it's always a family affair and it's always so much fun. Um, so I was there for a few days and then went back to Boston and packing up my things to start my summer abroad. And now I'm here in London and funnily enough, I'm staying at my sister's apartment while they actually are still back in Boston, um, for a few days. They went over stateside for a wedding, so they'll be back soon. Um, but now I'm just here kind of settling in, getting acclimated and, um, going about town and, and figuring out where everything is and getting into a little bit of a routine. And it honestly feels so nice because this whole past month that, you know, ever, ever since I left New York, really, I have been moving about so much and have just not really felt super grounded to anything, which naturally comes with travel. And it can be hard to kind of find your routine again amidst all the chaos. And one thing that I know always works for me is that wherever I am, I try to have some semblance of 
um, familiarity, whether that's, you know, from, from finding a place for all of my things and unpacking right away and giving everything a place to having a few groceries on hand so I can have some control over, um, you know, my meals and, and home cooking, which I love to, I love to do to me that that is like the marker of, of being at home for me is being able to cook my own food. Um, and those are some things that I haven't really been able to do, um, a lot in the past month. You know, whenever I go back to my parents' place, I can, I can cook there for sure, but I've only been there for a few days here and there, um, since I've started all this traveling. So, I'm going to be here in London now for about two full weeks, and I am definitely going to be getting into more of a routine here, which I'm really excited about. Um, and yeah, so I went about, got my groceries and um, all that stuff, and even made some celery juice this morning using a blender this time. I don't have a juicer here in London, but I do have a little um, mini, uh, bullet blender, which works perfectly. You just blend it up with, um, sometimes you need a little splash of water to get the blade going unless it's like a ninja, which is, which can blend like pizza if you wanted to. Um, that'd be gross, but you could do it. I've seen it done. And so just like a splash of water and then, uh, blend it all up and then pour it into a nut milk bag and squeeze it out and it works great. And arguably there's an even less, uh, less of a mess with a blender than if you're using a juicer, depending on the kind of juicer you have. But I found that to be a pleasant surprise. Um, so yeah, but the last 48 hours I've been basically just adjusting to the time difference. I kind of feel like when I got here and between when I left and when I got here, it was like a full 48 hour day. Like it was an overnight flight but I barely slept at all. So I just kind of felt like one day bled into the next one. So then last night I finally got to bed at like 11 because I had to get some work done after unpacking and settling and stuff. And then I slept probably 11 hours, maybe 12. And clearly my body needed it. And I'm probably going to do the same thing again tonight, to be honest. Um, and that's okay. You know, not all of our, not all of our days have to be the most productive, you know, you can have those days where you're just relaxing and, um, you know, getting acclimated and giving yourself time. So whether you're recovering from something like jet lag, or maybe you've been sick, or maybe you just have been really being really go, go, go all the time. You just need some days to kind of just chill and not doing any, do anything. I know it can be really hard to not let yourself when you're someone who's like so type A and feels like they need to be productive all the time, but there is productivity in the rest. And I think that's something that's so important to keep in mind. Um, no matter what your goals are, giving yourself that time is just as important as putting in the work. The work is in the rest guys. Um, yeah. So now I felt like coming on and doing a podcast and what I really wanted to talk about is, how I've been able to kind of take this leap of faith, make this change, travel for a while and, you know, not really have any, the, the typical worries or concerns about things. So I first want to explain that I think a big reason that I've been able to do this and not feel concerned about, um, you know, where money, com- money is coming from and all that is, is to be honest, I've saved a lot and I've been a saver my whole life. Um, and I never really had in mind what I was saving for, but I just kind of felt like, 
you know, there's going to be something down the road in my life that I want to be able to have the funds for. And so pretty much every time I ever made money or was given money, I kept some of it to, to spend as I wanted to in the moment, but I also would save a good chunk of it. So I've always been, um, really good about that. And now I know why <laughs> you, so this, this is it. I could have never premeditated that this would have been, ha- this would happen, or this was what I was going to be using my money for. But now I know that, you know, ultimately we have these gut feelings for a reason and we have these, um, uh, motivations to save or prepare for the future. And we may not know why, but eventually it will reveal itself. Um, so that has been a big, uh, reason why I am really ready to do this, but that's also not to mean that, um, that's going to last me forever, nor do I plan to completely rely on that. I'm still definitely making, um, money while I am traveling and I'm doing that because, or by, um, working as a health coach through the high life and working with clients, um, one-on-one clients. And I'm also working on creating some group programs, some lifestyle guides, different things like that, um, that I'm really, really excited about. And I will be sharing more details with you guys soon. So hang tight there. Um, I'm also doing some freelance work. So, um, those of you ask, you know, what else I do in addition to health coaching, I've also been doing some social media freelance work. Um, and I'm a, a, a writer, so I will do some freelance writing as well. And that's, um, that those have been great sources of income for me. Um, I also do get some affiliate credit from things like Amazon, um, and other, other, uh, brands like that. So, I mean, that's not much, but it's still something. So, um, having those diverse, um, sources of income, I think is another great thing that I don't feel like it all has to come from one place. So I'm not pressured. I'm not pressuring myself to figure out, you know, where my next paycheck is coming from or when it's coming from, because I just know it's coming and just having that faith that, I'm making money all the time by doing all these different things. Um, and also making it by, you know, means that I don't necessarily even am aware of, you know, sometimes, um, things come out of the blue and you could never have expected them or predicted them because our imagination just doesn't stretch the, as far as, you know, what the universe is capable of. So just being really open-minded and not being so hyper-focused on where, you know, funds are coming from has been huge. And that is a big mindset shift that I've had in the recent, in the most, um, recent year of, you know, changing from the corporate environment to then, um, a startup environment to now working for myself is you have to really let go of those beliefs that you have around what it means to not only, um, have a career, but what it means to be successful and what it means to be abundant and what it means to be, um, to be making money and having that stability. And, you know, I thought for the longest time that to me, success meant having an income at the end of the day, having a salary and knowing how much I was making all the time and having something be automatic in my paycheck, in my bank account, you know, on a set day, every other week or whatever it was. Um, and to me that was kind of like stability, but having that sort of stability wasn't actually making me happy. So in the end, how, why, why was having that stability important to me? 
And I also realized that it was only stable because I believed it to be stable. And the only reason that I had faith that I was going to be all right in terms of, you know, you know, financially when I had that full-time, um, corporate job was because I believed that every Friday I was getting a paycheck and that there was no way that wouldn't happen, you know? But then I was having a conversation and was reminded of how, you know, I don't have any control over the company that I work for. I work for that company and that, that company could go under tomorrow and I would have no way of knowing that or, you know, any control over it if that happens. Basically what I'm saying is that the only reason that that paycheck was stable was because I believed that that company was stable. So why can't I have that same belief about myself? Why can't I believe that the stability of my own income is just as strong as that of another company? Maybe I don't believe that right now, or maybe if you're listening to this, maybe you're working for yourself or, or want to be, and you don't believe that right now working for yourself can be stable because you don't yet have enough clients or you don't yet have enough product out there or enough, um, you know, enough sales or whatever it is. But again, this circles back into my first point, which is don't be so close-minded on where the income is coming from. If you believe that the only way for you to make money is to have one-on-one clients or to have someone purchase product from you or service from you or whatever you're doing, if you believe that that is the only way for you to make income on working for yourself, um, then that's the only way that then it will. Then it, that will be the case, you know, and then the harder that you try or the harder that you try to um, force money to come from that source, the harder you're making it for the universe to give you abundance from other sources. So just be open to where things could come from. You know, it could be that maybe you're not making any money from clients right now, but you could get a check in the mail um, you know, as a refund from something you weren't expecting to get or from family, or, you know, maybe you will be asked to be featured in something and there will be a compensation for it. And you just never, never know. Um, or, you know, someone will ask you to lend a helping hand that has nothing to do with your business, but it's still money coming directly from your personal efforts. And so just being open to, the sources of abundance and having faith in the stability that abundance is coming and free flowing and always coming at you. That is something that you can guarantee is stable. Life is so abundant when you just let it be. And when you don't try to, to control it all the time. And it's also important to know that this is not just in terms of monetary abundance Anything that you want in life or that you think that you want ultimately stems from the desire to be happy and satisfied, whether that's a person, whether that's a thing, whether that's money, um, anything, a a home, ultimately you just want satisfaction. And when you stop so hyper fixating on 
this one particular thing or person or dollar amount that you think is going to be the source of all your future happiness, if you let that go and just break down the reasons why you want it, you'll get to the root cause. And the root cause is that you just want to feel better than you feel right now. You want to feel more joy, happiness, and more satisfaction than you feel right now. And when you realize that, you open up the floodgates for all of this other opportunity of abundance to come into your life. Love from unexpected places, money from unexpected places, opportunities, experiences, people from other from unexpected places. And it's that it's that flow that is going to ultimately bring you the satisfaction that you think is only possible from obtaining this one particular person, place, or thing. So I just love for you to think about that. And if that relates to something that you're going through right now, maybe meditate on that a little bit, journal about it or something, get it out, get it onto paper and, or or talk about it with someone, but just don't try to grip so hard because the harder that you, again, the harder that you try to control something yourself that is, you know, for all intents and purposes out of your control, the harder that it you're the harder that it's going to be for the universe to actually swoop in and do its job. And all those things that are out of your control, it's because it's in the control of the universe. And so just having faith in that. Um so how does this all tie back into the topic of today, which is, you know, how I'm able to do what I'm doing and traveling and, you know, taking a different approach to to life and career basically is again comes back to that faith in stability and what I'm doing and just knowing that whatever whatever I am doing so long as I'm following my path my calling what I feel to be my purpose on this earth I know that abundance will come to me in some way shape or form and so this ties into my definition now of what career and my job is. So back when I was working at that corporate job, I thought, you know, my understanding of my job and my career path um, is, you know, what what would be probably the most common um, ideas about it in, um, you know, modern United States, at least, um, in most of modern society is that you wake up, you go to work at an office, you sit at a desk and you, you know, put in all this effort for, um, accomplishing goals at a company that ultimately it will lead to financial success for the company. Um, and ideally for you, but there's not a lot of talk about, you know, or emphasis placed on having, um, a lot of personal say in what you're doing or personal passion and personal interest in what you're doing. And I think that that is one of the most neglected things about modern society is that we are losing touch with what our actual purpose is here. And this, okay, this is kind of a multi-layered concept because at the end of the day, yes, like we need a career so that we can have an income so that we can have, you know, food on the table so that we can have roof over our heads. Um, and all of these things that we need to survive and, and live happily. But we also need in that process to not forget about 
what else makes a life worth living and that is having passion and a purpose and something that you get excited for when you wake up in the morning and you look forward to doing every day and the people that you get to spend those days with you know what what good is having a, a soft and cushy lifestyle if all you're doing with that is going into work and putting in effort towards something that, you know, the majority of your hours, waking hours towards something that doesn't really resonate with you or give you, you know, a feeling of accomplishment or a feeling of purpose or like you're giving back and making a difference. And so if you are, you know, living this cushy lifestyle or whatever, but you're not happy with what you're doing in order to earn that lifestyle, then where's the point? What's the point? You know? So for me, it was realizing that, sure, I could spend my days working at that kind of job to probably initially have a higher paying salary than if I were working for myself and doing what I really wanted to do. But did the desire to have a certain level of income and the ability to pay for certain things outweigh the happiness that I would feel on a daily basis. Um, whereas at the time I was feeling, you know, a lot of emptiness. So when I started getting into, you know, thinking about a career in health and, you know, realizing that it would involve me being able to spend, you know, hours upon hours of researching and learning and reading books and blogs and different articles and things and getting to write another one of my passions creatively write about these things for other people to help them understand um, in a different way and a different light in a way that you can't fully understand from reading medical journals and, and things like that nor do people want to read um, from medical journals all the time necessarily I mean, if you do, if that's your thing, all the power to you. But I know that, you know, my friends and family, that's not their favorite pastime. So how could I help them to incorporate these, you know, amazing lifestyle tweaks that I know from my personal, you know, invested interest in um, all things health related um, because it's my passion? How could I how could I help them? to make these changes in their lifestyle that will behoove them for the long term and their and then you know their friends and family to follow after that um without them needing this this interest that I have in health so how can I use my passion for a greater purpose and you know whether that's health coaching directly one-on-one clients whether that's being a yoga instructor what whatever it is I don't know where the high life is going which is like kind of a crazy thing to say, you know, I have an idea of, of, I have an idea for it and I know what, what it is right now, but I don't know what it's going to end up like. But all I know is that whatever it, it looks like in the end or anywhere in between on this journey, it's going to involve me utilizing my passion for a greater purpose. And when I realized that I would be doing this regardless if someone paid me or not, like when I first started doing it, when I first created the blog and was making the Instagram and all that stuff, no one was ever paying me. I didn't have clients like, you know, but I loved it. And that's why I have been able to build what I've built because 
putting in time and attention to it every single day didn't feel like work in the same way that showing up to work did. I woke up and that's what got me out of bed. The idea of, you know, opening up that book that I had I had been reading until the wee hours of the night the night before to to learn even more, to um, to, to play one of my certification videos and just soak up all that knowledge, to listen to these podcasts like the Cabral Concept and Mind Body Green and just keep learning and learning and expanding that and to then be able to get to share that with you guys and this community and anybody that would care to listen or ask, it just excited me so much um, and you, you could probably hear in my voice that it excites me even now and nobody was paying me a dime but I loved it so much and I realized that if someone were to tell me that I wasn't allowed to do that anymore, I would have like been in physical pain. Like that would have really hurt me. Whereas if someone told me that I wasn't allowed to show up at my my fashion desk job, I would have been like, okay, great, peace out, you know? Realizing that that was how important it was to me, that's how I knew that this is what I'm meant to do and that so long as I stick to my guns on that and I do what I know the world needs me to do, it will show me abundance and support in that in some way, shape or form. And having faith in that has allowed me to confidently make these life transitions from, you know, first working in fashion to then working at a startup um, and and fitness at Pevolve to uh, while at the same time growing my coaching business um, to now taking the high life and my coaching business and this podcast and all these other things full time, um, really taking my passion to purpose full time, and that I think has brought me more satisfaction, more joy, more contentment more opportunities, more relationships and connection and community than I have ever gotten in in just these past six months alone than I ever got in two and a half years of working at a fashion job full time. And I know that's not a lot of time compared to a lot of people's career paths, but I didn't need any longer than that to realize that that was not what my life was meant to be doing. I, you know, I saw it and I couldn't unsee it. And so I made the change and I will never look back. I mean, to be completely honest with you, am I right now earning income that I had when I was working at a full-time job? If you, honestly, it's hard to say because getting back to the idea that I had, I had a salary. So I knew how much I was making at the end of each month or at the end of each year, I right now don't have that guarantee. So if you were to look at it on a month-to-month basis, some months I make way more than I did in that old job. Some months I make less. So how it levels out, kind of hard to say and kind of hard to predict. But I firmly believe, and also hard to predict or, or, or necessarily compare the two because I so firmly believe that this kind of abundance is not only going to come in the form of money. And that's a whole other podcast that I'm definitely going to be talking about soon. But, you know, that's the thing is that abundance does not mean money necessarily. Abundance can mean little miracles of, you know, getting a discount on something or getting the last plane ticket or, you know, catching a free ride from somebody or, 
getting a dinner paid for that you weren't expecting to get for free or, or just, you know, all these other things. It does not have to only come in the form of money. But so because of that, I can't directly compare the two. But the amount of happiness and satisfaction and stability that I feel in my life now far surpasses any of that those things that I had when I had a quote-unquote stable corporate job. So that was kind of a roundabout way of getting to why I'm able to do what I'm doing and having so much certainty about it. But I hope that that was meaningful, helpful, inspirational to you if if this kind of thing is something that you're hoping to do or not. You know, maybe you have no desire to travel the world or work for yourself, but I hope that it at least encouraged you to think about how you're spending your days and that if you feel that sort of emptiness within you, that you don't feel like you have a greater purpose or something that you're driving for or something that just makes you happy in your life, really taking a step back, looking at that, looking at how you're spending most of your time, whether it's actually creating happiness in your life or taking it away happiness, if all it's doing is bringing you money, is having that money really as satisfying as you think? Or is it just because society is telling you that satisfaction comes from money? Is it really bringing you success? Is your is your idea of success solely based on how much money you have? Or is it based on how happy and satisfied you feel on your the, the quality of your relationships um, and the experiences that you have? So these are some these are some kind of deep uh, life questions that can be kind of scary to tackle and to unravel and sometimes we don't want to pull out those threads but a lot of the times the biggest changes can happen from that and changes that may not even feel related at the moment you know you could it could be that your physical health is deteriorating because you're ignoring this part of your daily life and in fact that's often so often where it comes from I see that with clients all the time that their physical health is not where they think it should be or believe it to be because they're eating all the right things and moving all the right ways and yet they have all of these symptoms or they have this pain and it's because they're not addressing these other areas in their circle of life, the the things that we call primary food, which matter even more than what you're actually eating. What you're actually eating is secondary food. That comes second. So again, I hope that this was helpful please feel free to share this with anybody that you believe would benefit from listening. Please rate, subscribe, review, all that jazz. I love you guys so much. Thanks for tuning in and talk to you next time.